Chapter 30 Crazy Horse When a person has a grip on their mind, they are like a great horse rider with the reins in their hands, and so they can generate wealth, protection, and power, living as smart intellectuals, skillful athletes, and savvy businessmen. Then there are those who struggle and strain against the mind and cannot command their horse, and so they hang on for dear life as the mind rounds each decision and corner. Every normal person hangs on, because everyone wants to have a grip upon their horse. But there once was a man who let go completely. He kicked off his saddle and ropes. This was the native man named Crazy Horse. In this land, horse riding was the game, and so everyone competed to best manage their mind space. Everyone took a seat upon their horse's saddle, and everyone took this life to operate their brain as if it was a competitive race. Acquiring land, homes, and trophies, soon tribes rose together to rule over the lands. Now not only was it important to control your mind, but it was important to align with a certain group of horsemen and their clan. This group created a sense of belonging, something like a country or flag where minds came together. It could have been businesses, races, or religions, but soon the world was separated by the most powerful horse riders. Some rode to fame and fortune. Others could barely manage to find food to eat. There were moral and lawful protectors who looked over the vast lands. And then there were those who cared not to ride at all and preferred to indulge in debauchery with intoxication where they could care less and oversleep. For some the journey was hell, and for others it was heaven. Some found themselves in golden palaces with colorful art, and others turned difficult situations into powerful lessons. Everyone rode, and in time, whispers passed about a shapeshifter named Loki. This was the one named Crazy Horse. He is what you would call a mad yogi. Honest as he was a yogi, and true, because this is what it means to be mad. He is the one who let the horse go wherever it decided as the horse and man became outlaws and nomads. For Crazy Horse collected no things and carried no name. A horse leading a man? Everyone thought Crazy Horse was insane. Now everyone knew he was strange, for it must have been the way Crazy Horse looked out as if there was something hidden that only he could see. For the one named Crazy Horse realized that everyone around him had fallen asleep. Running on automatic, they were grasping at their mental reins, dominating their minds. Crazy Horse refused to participate in the seeking of material fortune and gain. You see, everyone knew they were riding their horses. Remember, this is an analogy for the mind. But why didn't anyone ever ask why they were riding a horse, or what they were trying to find? For the whole world clung and attached as they tried to hang on and stay in control. They directed their minds together more, as they told their horse what they presumed to be smart ideas and what to avoid and where to let go. A vehicle to get from place to place, as each person directed their minds with the utmost concern for their own life. Now there was a big question. What if the reason Crazy Horse did this 
was to help all animals, plants, and humans come together and unite. Are you the mind, or are you the one riding upon it? And if you are the one who accepts or rejects subtle signs, then are you always in command of it? What would happen if you lose your grip? And what would happen if you let go and submit? Crazy Horse didn't just let go. It was as if he died before he even began. The horse and him came together as one, for this was half creature, half man. He listened to the way of the horse, and this horse led him deep within his own nature. Aligned with the awareness of the earth, he became awake to look out and see earth as the great protector and creator. Without thinking, my mind carried me towards Bolinyukdiku. This mind was connected to something much greater than my individual self, and so I listened to whatever Bolinyukdiku told me to do. The battle is in the morning. The battle is through the night. The world is dominated by a corrupt cover-up, and soon you must enter into the holy fight," said Bolinyukdiku. You'd like me to fight? Tell me what you're doing that makes you think that's right. I'm on the verge of getting let go from my job in the order, and I'm beginning to lose sight. I work through the days, weeks, and years, then I come to you and listen each night. But the longer I enter into the order's workdays, the more consumed I am with the material world and the less I'm liked. I cannot bear to live in two realities at once. O Bolin Yuktiku, it is you who must enter into this holy fight. Have you no strength left? Then come rest upon your tomb. Lie upon the earth, for she is your grave and our mother's womb. You did not come into this world. You came out of it like a wave from a sea. Call forth the four directions. Pray to the sky, earth, water, and fire, so that all beings may be free. Let me tell you the secret which has led me to my goal. My strength lies solely in my tenacity, and that is the fire called the Atman, at the source of Crazy Horse's soul," said Bolanyukdiku. But what are we doing? What am I trying to find? I mirror the men and women of the Order, and as I coexist in the degraded world, it feels like my spiritual sight has gone blind. You are seeking the Bodhi. It is the awakened seed, and your intuition is guiding you to follow the signs. To find this Bodhi, all you have to do is seek your inner nature within this world, and the rest of your path will become aligned. Your nature is the Bodhi, and the Bodhi is within all beings waiting to be freed. It is free of plans. The Bodhi seed is within every soul. It is who you are and it is everything that you have been through. The Bodhi is what blooms, said Bolinyuktiku. But the deeper I go, the more confusing it gets. I've been in the workforce for years, and they're going to kick me out before I can quit. This system is about work, not about respect or the welfare of this earth and all others. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, and no one is looking out for our suffering mothers, fathers, sisters, and brothers. They call this place the land of the free and the home of the brave. You must come face the order so that the world's atrocities can be atoned. What are you asking? 
said Bolin Yogdeku. Why'd we arrive here in America, especially if the entire planet is suffering? And if you're connected to the Lord of Treasure and Boon, then you must come forth and grant the healing, recovering, and freeing of all beings. All other countries were born from dictators, rulers, kings, and queens. But there is something special about this land, and that's why we have arrived to retrieve that American dream. A true democracy is built upon the basis that all people can freely express their speech. It doesn't matter what they think or believe. Here we are free to illuminate all creeds. But within this world are the kings and queens of attachment. America itself has become a world power based on clinging and grasping, ordering and requesting. They fill storage units to the brim and their lives are filled with junk, clothes, food, and wealth that seems to be never ending. As long as they keep gaining more and more, they will work to always be employed. But the truth is just, and so it can be sharp. Clinging for more brings suffering, and this land is set on a cosmic timer set for restructuring. Why the last time Pluto was in Aquarius was during 1777 to 1797. This period witnessed both French and American revolutions. Pluto is a transformer, and it is associated with wealth, power, secrets, mystery, death, and the underworld journeys. Everything changes in the near future, and soon America will feel this potency. And so Pluto will remain in Aquarius for two decades, before shadowing of shifts to come. And this is a sure way to shatter corrupt monopolies, to remind everyone that this space is where we are all from," said Bolognuk de A shift of what? It is the end of a cycle, the end of the long count, said Bolognuk de The long count? How long? Two million eight hundred eighty thousand days, which started in 3114 BC. The long count connects with the divine count and the civil count too. These are three calendars, which are like a series of interlocking wheels of different sizes, measuring different spans of life the world goes through. Using the cosmos as a map, we recognize the influence from constellations, stars, and planets, for all mass has an impact upon the earth. But not many people in this age understand this, since this planetary system is like a set of gears that gives us birth," said Bolin Yubdiku. You know, when I work in the order, I see people managing their emotional, physical, and mental layers. Could the cosmos have an effect to make the mutable space of the mind project various patterns as characteristics and flavors? The planets surrounding Earth have a massive impact upon the mutable aspects of humans, creatures, and plants. Just study the moon and watch the tides shift when the water line starts to dance, like a breath in and out, a melody of the earth. For the ocean is speaking, low tide is death, and high tide is rebirth. The sun rises over the horizon, and all stems take notice. There the soils warm, and the mushroom spores are put on notice. Reaching for the sun, every flower bows to the light, 
for there is something profound and magical that illuminates our sight. Pray to God and know that without a sun in the sky, every creature, animal, plant, and human would die. Now who is God, and who is God to you? Who is God to the earth? Now who is earth to you? Like an ant upon a hill, along an island upon a cosmic sea, you think you're in control, or are you entitled from what you believe? Rejoice for the morning star, healed by the waters. The earth is it, and here we are as fathers, mothers, sisters, and brothers. Within every being, there are layers as to how we live. Different bodies are born to carry on from that which Pachamama gives. Some bodies are heavy, while others are subtle, and each planet in our solar system affects our layers differently, depending upon where we are stationed. There are 12 constellations in our sky. Imagine 12 spokes upon a wheel, 12 influences upon what we think, absorb, grow, and feel. For what is real? Know that there are forces the human eye cannot see. Examine why the humans use such a small portion of their brains, which are generators of profound consciousness that can set all beings free. We could all be free, since there is a way to heal, but we must change the world's course, and so we are called to turn the gears of the medicine wheel, said Bolin Yogdiku. But these layers, how do they go? How do the planets influence us, and how does anyone even know? If you examine where a person is born, the time, location, and date, then you begin to see that each start was set in a very specific place. This moment is like a map, or a compass from which you were born, and depending on where each planet is located in the twelve signs, it reveals the energy you'll be able to discern. For example, if we look at your birth chart, on the tropical map, you were born with an influence from Mercury in the 12th house, in the sign of Aquarius, set at 10 degrees. Since Mercury impacts matters of the mind, this planet filters how you make sense of the world, formulate ideas, and this changes how your thought patterns are aligned. Aquarius is an air sign, which could make someone a little spacey. It's also a fixed sign, so it could lead you to be stubborn. Again, Mercury relates to the mind, and with placements in Aquarius, you'll be inquisitive and could be an overthinker. You appreciate the beauty of things in the world, and you'll work for ultimate purpose. You'll find a strong motivation to advance humanitarian ideals, and many may think you're too detached, so you'll benefit from expressing passion when you feel it. Mercury in the 12th house represents a strong mental connection between your inner awareness and the deep and nebulous realms of the magical inner worlds. Do you hear voices? Ever caught a spirit lingering about? You have a refined and visionary mentality. With this placement, you are likely to be poetic in the expression of your thoughts and feelings, and you may possess musical abilities as well. You are fascinated by the unknowable mysteries of your own inner world, and you are inclined to search to the depths in order to understand yourself. Mundane reality doesn't interest you, and you may avoid dealing with it by being evasive or vague in your communication with others, or by daydreaming, or by falling prey to a form of self-deception. 
you may also have issues of whose thoughts you are responding to, yours or another's. You may have difficulty in communicating the results of your inner explorations with others. However, once you have sorted through your most awesome and perhaps even fearsome inner experiences, you are better able to connect with those who find a similar mystical connection with the cosmos," said Bolanyuktiku. Now how'd you know that? You're not a normal jaguar or black cat. The planets and stars are always moving, just like how your mind, emotions, and feelings shift between other layers too. You're always changing through every day with everything you do. As Mercury moves, it too follows our sun as we dance across the sky. Like islands in a great sea, the planets create vibrations that act like chimes and gongs as we fly by. Mercury will transit Earth every three to four weeks, meaning that every three to four weeks, Mercury moves into a new sign. And so this will create a different influence upon a person's mind. Imagine when Mercury is in Aquarius and think what you will find. This means you and Mercury are very much aligned. Your communication could become rather unconventional, visionary, and brilliant ideas may bubble over. Thanks to an inventive mindset, conversations can become far out and great debates are favored. The powers of observation and detachment are great now. The mind is logical, and so you may question how. Yes, Bolanyuktiku, what's happening in the now? If we examine Pluto again, it transits to a new sign every 12 to 15 years. Although its mass is small and far away, the vibrational effect symbolizes transformation, power, death, evolution, and rebirth. For the Earth, America is now 245 years old since the USA was founded. The USA is approaching a Pluto return. As Pluto comes into Aquarius, your mind space will be astounded. This means the present sign of Aquarius will be amplified through Pluto, such a tiny and far planet. But now look at the USA and see what one little planet can do. Oh, look at America. Can you see how we've changed? All of a sudden, it's as if everything is rearranged, said Bolanyuktiku. And why is this so? Go on. You've been in the order. You tell me what you know, he said. Well, the people seem to be distracted by screens. How few even look up at the stars. Few pray before meals, and their offerings are always self-involved. Most humans are seeking more. The young ones want more money and more fame. Many adults have become hungry ghosts, and the jealous idols want to be gods, dominating the poor and the leaders of countries should be ashamed. There is little peace, for there is always another war. The people are so lost, they vote for two extreme sides, and for as long as their leaders remain in power, then their people must abide and endure. The workers are buried in debt, and they work until there are no resources left. And as the leaders bury their people in more problems, I've realized that the governments are corrupt since they are involved in crimes against humanity plus theft. It is like a pyramid, and the highest and wealthiest maintain command. For even if there were brilliant ideas to save this planet, these shitheads would forsake humanity and follow their own selfish plans. All the leaders want fame, 
they want to be recognized as a god. The languages have changed, and they've edited the holy texts. They forget to pray to the Mother of Earth, so what hope is left? I need you to go deeper. Go all the way in. Go so far into the system. Journey within until you feel trapped and pinned. You must be one with the people. Discover what a normal human goes through. For Pluto has something in motion, and the vibration is being carried out through all of you, said Bolanyukdiku. But what is the plan? Aren't you the cosmic lord from where creation began? And what would the plan require of me, since I am such a simple man? It is a divine plan, but it is something few humans can understand, for I am part of God within creation. I am the one when the nine levels of the underworld come together, and like a bridge from the bottom to the middle, I control the invisible, which includes the weather. But it is not just about the sun, rains, and the seasons. I work with the one they call the Holy Ghost, for I can adjust particles on quantum levels, as I am the spirit woven through all, and I can even stage a revolt. I am in control of the energy, and I will move it to grant God's wish. The longer it takes the people, then the more my transformational energy will persist. You say that the masses operate from a Bible, and I will reveal something that priests cannot quite teach. For those who treat their body as a temple will barely be phased, but others will call it a disease, said Bolanyukdiku. I became quiet while I prayed, and so only the silence stayed. For Bolanyukdiku was not something I controlled, but rather I rode upon the horse, and he was the master that myself and this horse obeyed. A disease? But I wish for these people to be freed. You must understand that many people are helpless in the matter, and we must work hard so that they are released. Be at ease. It's all part of the plan. Even the Bible knows that plagues arise upon the onset when a divine link rejoins heaven with a man, for this is not something to fear. It is a celebration among the end of the holy war, as this is an opportunity carry out a great shift in the course of history, and this is what we live to fight for," said Bolanyukdiku. Then how? You must think I'm crazy if you think I want to spread a disease. I am out here to help all humans. May all beings be happy, healthy, free, and at ease. Let me explain what is happening from the perspective of the cosmic level. The foundation upon which the world is built is shifting so the nine levels of the underworld are perfectly joining to welcome the onset of something special. Only at the end of the long count do all the gears come together, for I am that one who is there since the beginning, and I am the one who takes down all oppressors," said Bolanyukdiku. But the oppressors, what are they competing for? Mind space, to live in your head, to keep you on automatic and to tell you what to do, but not for much longer, because the awakening of the spirit is breaking through. Don't you see it peaking? Before a flower can bloom, it starts with a sprout. Savitar will breach the darkness, and like an overflowing cup, the awakened bliss will pour out, said Bolanyukdiku. So they seek to control the mind space, 
Is that why the tech billionaires and elites keep the stream of content flowing at an endless pace? For they treat it like a rat race. Everyone is chasing more views and follows on their phones, spinning the chaos into a faster pace. Whoever causes the most drama seems to get the most fame and attention. This attention is now able to generate money in the world, and it's based on creating scenes, disruptions, drama, and tension. Billions of dollars are spent on ads, all because they're trying to penetrate the mind space, telling us what looks attractive, delicious, and noble. These marketing campaigns are holding up a lure, and the automatic unconscious takes the bait. Capitalism has built great powers and businesses, but it's ruined the soils, wildlife, and natural spaces of this earth. It forsakes those who are mindful, since it only rewards those who get trapped in endless work, always chasing more. Their storage units are overflowing. They have so much junk and crap, the piles of trash keeps growing. And did you know that the other day I spoke about a tent out loud? Now an ad about a tent appeared upon this phone. The businesses and capitalists are listening at all times. They're like a hidden camera watching in our homes, forcing everyone to sign disclosures and agreements filled with pages of tiny words. It's so dense and insane that everyone knows the corrupt ways are absurd. But who can do anything? Who can change the future's route? These people are asleep and everyone has forgotten what life is all about. Chasing more money and wealth keeps people busy, and so they believe they're in control and command. It doesn't matter how the money is made as long as they get more, and so this does not represent a real mature man. A mature man is different, he does not go where he is told, but rather a mature man has undergone the ritual that kills boyhood, and so a real man knows he must be bold. I'm so sick of the lies, I'm sick of our government taking secret bribes. How much longer until the world wakes up? How long until Savitar will rise? Take hold of the medicine man's wand, for it has been soaked in the blood of a serpent and will act as an antenna for the transmission. Tie a pine cone to the top of the wand, and behold creation's vision. I also realize that the people of Earth are weary and lost. These so-called leaders and politicians of the world do not know the damage they have caused. This staff will remind them who's in control. Now let it be known, the Creator called for the sacred pause, said Bolin Yuktiku.